You're listening to She's Got Drive podcast, the podcast that inspires women to be the driver in their own life through the life and stories of Black Women Who Drive. And I'm your host, Shirley McAlpine. I'm a business consultant, an executive coach, and a leadership facilitator working with people and organizations to live their lives by design and not default. Welcome back to another episode of She's Got Drive. And this is the first episode of September. I thought that I'm going to do a particular episode that has to do with the fact that it's September. This is the first week in September. It's kind of like our back to school week or a back to cool week. Even though you're like an adult and you're working and whatever you're doing as an adult, doesn't it always feel like you're going back to school <laughs> this time of year? I don't know about you, but it always feels like that for me. So I figured this is a great time for putting out this particular episode. Now, this episode is really because we are at the start. We are just on the bridge of the last quarter of the year. I know. I know. How did it become that? How did we get to like this time of year when we can really see the end of the year now? It's so crazy, right? When you can start to see the end of the year. And then this is the point in the year when you think, what happened to my 2019 goals? What happened? What happened to them? Where am I? What am I doing? Have I done? You know, so this is the time where we want to look at what have we achieved so far? And what is there left to achieve or how are we going to use the last quarter? So I believe you can still nail your 2019 goals in the last quarter of the year. And that's because sometimes if you've been in action, the build up, you know, you want to build up and get to a place of momentum. We've talked about that before when I've talked about the operating states, which I'll refer to again in this episode. You know, when we, you build up and then you get to momentum and with momentum, you can produce a lot of results in momentum. It doesn't have to be like this linear, slow process. Goals doesn't have to be that. Now, in some, there are some things that you may have some goals on that takes a level of time to produce them. And there'll be some things that can be done even quicker. But it, it, it's about intention and commitment. You know, so with a with a specific intention and specific commitment, you can produce extraordinary results. And so nailing your 2019 goals in the last quarter may take you being extraordinary and it may take you really playing for extraordinary results. Or you might be in a totally different position and you're like, Shirley, man, I've been working on this this whole year, my friend. And so I don't need to go into any extra kind of work. I am on track. And if you are, kudos to you, loving you for that. And you, and there's still work for you to look at too, to see like what are you doing and how you're doing it to have you be on track so you can always be bigger and better. But that's great. And but I wanted to have an episode which is really supporting us at this time of the year as we look to the end of the year and we says, how are we going to nail our 2019 goals by the end of the year? in this last quarter. And remember, this last quarter is full of happy holidays, you know, so it means that there are some weeks in this year, in this quarter that is unproductive. 
where people literally go on holiday and you have to make a decision as to what degree are you going on holiday <laughs> so when everyone else goes on holiday right that's what this episode's about is I really want it to be a helpful guide for you to assess where you are and how you plan to complete 2019 and how to really complete in a powerful way and also dare I say it's also an opportunity this as we come to the end of the quarter to start to get your eye on 2020 too so that's what the intention of this episode is about and I'm really hoping you're going to have have um, real value in it so that's what we're going to do so where are we going to where where should we begin where should we begin where to start where to start the first place to start is to take out whatever you wrote down as to what your 2019 goals were like what is it that you said that you were going to accomplish in 2019 take that out and then review where you are that means you look at what you said you were going to do and you ask yourself okay so how do I do what did I what can I tick off that I've actually accomplished what can I say is part way through accomplishing? Like I'm on my right way to it. I'm working on it. And what are the things on that that I have literally not even started, not even touched, haven't even thought about? So it's either going to be you've you worked on it and you've accomplished it. It's going to be it's a work in progress or it's going to be a little, I didn't even know that that was on the list or I knew it was on the list, but I haven't started it yet because I haven't had time, blah, blah, blah. But it could be like, oh, I didn't even know it was on the list. So you're getting clear on what's done and what's left to accomplish, what you want to build on. Let's look at the possible kind of responses then to where you could be. Let's look at the first one. Might like Let's look at if you haven't really done much of any of what you set out to do, you know? So when you look at that list, you think, I literally, I haven't done any of it. I have done so little of what I said that I was wanting 2019 to be about. And that would have you, so there's one is like assessing where you are and the other is your your response to it. And you're likely to be despondent, disappointed in yourself, like a bit, you might kind of like, oh man, I, this is like, again, this might be a familiar pattern, you know. So then the question is, ask yourself, what happened? What happened between writing down those goals and putting those goals down on paper to, or wherever you put it, journaling it, whatever you did to actually starting and, and taking action. So did you start and then you stopped, you know, and something stopped you, like you decided to have a decision about it in some way and when I mean a decision I mean like you have a thought about it like oh this is too hard I'm never going to achieve it and then you stop doing the thing that you know would work towards achieving it you know so that could be in one of your action or you started and then just made loads of mistakes and you think I'm useless at this I'm never going to be able to to produce it what am I what was I thinking putting that as a goal because you've made so many mistakes I mean that could be one of the things that that happen or you started 
made mistakes or you realize you didn't know really what you were doing. And so then you stopped. So then you decide you set goals that were too big for you. Oh, these are too big, so I'm never going to do it. Or they could be a really realistic look at it and say, God, they were too ambitious for me. Now, the thing about the things that if they're too, um, quote unquote, ambitious for you, um, then that gives you a particular relationship to the goal where you think I'm never going to achieve it. And so why bother? You know, if it feels too far away. I mean, there was one time I did this course. I was learning to be, um, it's called Constellations, but it's not in the stars. Anywho, I was learning this is particular development tool that I can use in my as a method when I'm coaching and doing work with my clients. So the very first course that I did in this was in 2012. And the tutor, she was such a master at what she did. I mean, she was just like, you know, when they have, it's just pure mastery. You just saw pure mastery in action every time. Every time I showed up for my course, you know, there she was doing her thing and she would demonstrate and we would work together on stuff, you know, the group with her. And I looked at what she was doing. I was thinking, I've I've like literally no clue what she's doing. I know that she's there. We've, we're learning. But the the gap, I'm never going to be able to do this. I, I, I mean, I literally came out of the course going, I am never going to be able to do this. Because I looked at where she was and I looked at where I was and I thought, there's just like a massive chasm between us. <laughs> you know, this is just like unachievable. So from that mindset, guess what? I'm never going to achieve it. Of course I'm not. But then what I decided to do was I put myself back in another course and I and I really just thought, well, actually, what if I set the goal? It's not like this, trying to be this master of this tool what if I set the goal as like, okay, by the end of the program, I can like do this amount. I'd be able to do this particular thing in this skill set. So when it's too big, we can't even go after it when it feels too far away. So you've got to create a gap, but you've got to do a gap that feels achievable. It's a stretch goal, but at least you can stretch towards it and you feel like it's possible. It's so critical when we're setting goals. So that may be one of the things that happened that had you get stopped. So given all of that, like you've assessed where you are, you you are someone who has started and stopped, um, who's made mistakes, who saw the gap, who didn't step into the gap or someone who's really achieved your goals, but you're in a particular place. And I want to address like now what? So now you've done the assessment, you've figured out where you are. And this assessment is really you sitting down with a piece of paper and a pen, looking at the goals and writing down, like really looking and thinking like, what did I do? So now that you assess where you are, now, the next step is, what's your next action? So, if you never even got started, you know, you did the goals, you put it down and you just kind of walked away from me. <laughs> you want to consider that the end, this quarter, this, where we are right now, is your opportunity 
and as we head into the last quarter, is your opportunity to start. It is never too late to start on your 2019 goals. Guess why? We are still in 2019. We are still in 2019. So it's never too late to start on your 2019 goals. So you can start on your goals. Will you accomplish all of your goals? Unlikely. Is it possible to do quite a bit of them? Possible. You know, so you can look at that. If you if you already started and then stopped, then this is an opportunity for you to restart. Look at it and say, actually, I'm just going to restart. I'm going to pick up where I left off and I'm going to start moving. If you started and made some mistakes, then the question is, what can you learn from the mistakes that you made? If you set a big game for yourself, right? You're playing a big game. You if you set a big game for yourself. You want to know that you're going to make mistakes. And my thing is, if you're not making any mistakes, if you're not taking any wrong turns, then the, then the game isn't, is it that, is it big enough for you as well? You know, so mistakes are an opportunity for learning, for growth as well. So have a look at the mistakes and say, I made these mistakes. What can I learn? And out of that learning, then it will be clear what the next action is. And you can then start moving again. If you started and then you realize, I don't know enough about this particular thing or in this area, I haven't got enough knowledge in order to apply action, then it's time to do the research. You know, it's time to find someone who does know about it. It's time to, you know, you know, do some do some of the work to get yourself educated and prepared for the next step. So that might be if your goals were too big. So you look at them and you say, OK, I look at these now and I think I don't know what I was thinking. I must have been like, right. I must have been like New Year's Eve to New Year's Day drinking champagne or something and then wrote these down. I don't know. But if your goals feel, feel like now, when you look at them, they were too big, the gap was like a chasm, as I as we've talked about. It's an opportunity to reevaluate those goals, rework your goals, bring it back. As I said, as I, as I gave my example earlier about that course. So I reevaluated, I took it back and I thought I'm going to do achieve this amount. Then you can do the same thing. I'm not going to do do the whole thing I'm going to bring it back but it's something that has me still moving in the direction that I want to head you know so it could be the thing that I accomplished this year and then I play for something else like that takes me a bit further in 2020 if you're someone who's achieved most or a lot of your goals already and there's still some remaining but you feel you're on track congratulations to you of course keep it moving keep it going keep in action and you know you also want to say stop and say well what is it that I'm doing that's having me be so awesome you know (laughs) what is it that I'm doing that's having me produce these results in this way you know that I can really learn about that for myself and also I can keep applying those things and I might be able to see, oh, you know what? In an area of my life where I'm not being successful, maybe 
if I took these things that I'm doing here and apply it there, I might be more successful. So, you know, when we're doing things really, really well and we're nailing it, then it's still an opportunity for us to review and assess what are we doing that's really working. That's what I would say if you're in that place. For everyone, whatever place that you are in, the key is not to, particularly when you're in a place where you've not accomplished or you've not got as far as where you wanted to be, is to not to beat yourself up. It's not to start to say, oh, here we are again. You do do this every year. It's to just acknowledge where you are and from a loving place say, this is the game that I'm playing now. You can't get the time back. It's gone. Being hard on yourself doesn't bring you any rewards. It just gives you being hard on yourself, you know? So if you are in that place, you're like, I didn't do what I said I was going to do. I didn't You can't get the time back. This is where we are on September, whatever. And so now you can move forward. You can always choose to move forward in a positive way. And that's what I would encourage you to do. And so appreciate yourself. Love yourself. This is all part of your journey. You know, I have sets of goals for 2019. And you know what? I mean, if I wasn't doing this review for myself, that goal would have got away with got away again. You know, and quite honestly, it was on the 2018 goals and I still didn't do it. And so this time it's like, no, I am doing it. This is one of the games that I'm playing. So, but I can feel an energy shift and an attitude shift and an action shift as a result. And what I mean by that is when you energetically shift your commitment to really making something happen, you will see that you start to take different actions. You will see you would do things in a way that it almost like will increase the possibility of it actually coming. Because I know how when I'm really in action and really producing great results in my work, for example, I know my attitude. I know how I show up. I know it's all scheduled. I know it's a no kidding. I I get people around me to support. I'm speaking to like my PA, PA Amelia, who's helping me out to make sure that things are, my schedule supports me doing that thing. You know, it's really, it brings a different, you think differently and you act differently when the commitment shifts. And that's what I'm experiencing right now. You are in an amazing situation right now where you have the opportunity to still go for your 2019 goals. There is never a time until 11.59 p.m. or 23.59 on the 31st of December is the only time you can say, okay, I need to declare that game. We're done with that game for 2019 because 2019's done, but 2019's not done yet. So you can say, yes, I'm totally going to just go for it. I'm totally going to go for it. So you've established where you are, right? You know, you've established where you are in terms of the goals. You have got to a place where you are now clear about what you want to accomplish for the rest of the year. And I want to give you a plug for those of you who are like sitting there thinking, I don't know what I'm going to accomplish for the rest of the year. I I need to in review my goals. I need to get clear on my goals again. Remember, I had this PDF that I created way back 
called your four-step goalkeeper. It's a very simple PDF, two-pager, but that can help you think through goals that you want to accomplish for 2019. Remember, it's never too late until 23.59 or 11.59 p.m., depending on which part of the world you're from in terms of the time. That's the time when the game is over, but the game is not over yet. So you can still create your 2019 goals and you can still play for them. So so you can download the four-step goalkeeper at shirleymccalpine.com forward slash goalkeeper. So now I want to say, what are the, share with you some ideas about what are the things that you can do to support you on accomplishing your goals? There are a couple of things that I want you to consider you know, as a way of working that will support you with accomplishing your goals, the rest of your goals in 2019. So the first thing is, I want to look at the weeks between now and the end of 2019. I want to plan out the weeks. The first thing, once you're clear about this is what you want to accomplish, this is your strategy for accomplishing it, like your how to, I'm assuming you're doing that on each of your goals. So... Let's backtrack a little in terms of the planning. Another example. So when I was around my fitness, you know, within a week of me finding out about my osteoporosis, I had in place my plan and my strength. So my strategy is to build my strength and to and then to review my food and to look at what supplements, blah, blah, blah. I need to, to inc- what is it that I need to increase in my body in order to build my bone density? So I was clear about the outcomes that I was seeking. And then I was like, well, how do I do that? And so I, I engaged coaches that knew, had more knowledge than, had knowledge about how I did that. I went to a doctor who had knowledge about how I do that. So they're part of the plan. And then we, they create a plan for me. And now I'm executing on that plan. All right. And we're adapting the plan as we go to meet the outcome. So the outcome is still clear. And the same is that method is can you apply on anything? I mean, it's just a simple way of saying it. So the first is what's the outcome that you're seeking to accomplish out of the goals? And who do you need to engage in order to support you with that goal? And when are you going to be doing certain things? What's the activities that you need to do in order to accomplish that goal? And then you put it in the schedule, just like I did with my coaching. I put it three months out, not just the next week and the next session. No, I scheduled it over the next three months to make sure that it would fit in my life and that I could build my life around it too. So the same is true on on these goals. What are the things that you want to accomplish? Look at the weeks between now and the end of the year and then plan out what you're doing each week in order to accomplish the goals so that you are clear about is it possible to given what's in front of you given the real time you know because there as I said there are some times when there's some holidays so a lot of people are not working during that period so if it's a work goal then can you do it if it's a some other goals fitness goal can you do it like those things or in order to do it in these weeks what would you need to do each week in order to accomplish that goal? The other thing I would recommend is you get what I call an accountability partner. And that is someone that you buddy up with who who is also playing a game. 
to accomplish something. You're playing a game to accomplish something. It really helps if you're both playing a game, but at least have someone who you can go to, sit down and say, these are the things that I'm going to accomplish. This is what I'm planning to do. This is how I plan to do it. And one of the things that they could do is they can ask you questions so they can help you think through, do the thinking. And the other thing is you then schedule the next meeting with them and they are holding you to account for you doing the work. What that means is you are more likely to do the work if you know you're going to have to sit in front of them in two weeks time and then say, I literally didn't do something or, you know, you're so we know that and it's more it's born out. Why have a coach? One of the things you have a coach, you think I'm going to sit in front of that coach. I am not going to tell that person I'm not have not done it done my work I'm just going to get on with it so you get yourself an accountability partner so you're going to support each other in producing your results set up times to meet that is regular once every couple of weeks once a month but remember once a couple of weeks is more you can either meet face to face or on the phone plan what you're going to cover in your meeting and you and you are setting goals for each meeting. So you know by this by the time I see you next, I'm gonna have done the following things. I would have accomplished the following things. And that's where you break down your what you're working on into achievable, manageable actions and chunks. And in doing that, again, you increase the likelihood of you accomplishing your goal. The other thing that I would recommend is learn how to say no. <laughs> Learn how to say no. Now, some people have said, I've got no problem saying no, actually. My problem is something else. But what I would say for some, for some people, there are things that are going to come your way that are maybe nice opportunities or interesting things to do or whatever that will take time. And will take your time. If you are committed to accomplishing something, before you say yes to someone or any request, is to look and say, is this something, this opportunity that has arisen, this request of me, is it essential? Is it something that forwards what I'm doing? Does it need to happen now? Am I just doing it for a favor for someone? Is this going to get in the way of me of what I want to accomplish? Warren Buffett, a famous quote from him is, the difference between successful people and really successful people is really successful people say no most of the time. And what that means is he just means they stay focused on what they are meant to be doing, what they say that they want to do, what they're working on. And sometimes we can get distracted or we say yes with all the best intentions because it's a good cause or it's a good thing or I really love this person or I would really love to do it but when we're in the midst of it it takes more time than we thought it was going to take and then before you know it we're, we're sucked in we're deep in it and it's taken us away from the thing that we ought to be working on so my recommendation for this period is in if you increase intensity in working on something is you start to say no to requests that are not forwarding your goals and not forwarding what you're working on. 
And that leads to my next one, which is a similar thing, which is our managing our dis- managing our distractions. So manage your distractions. And what I mean by that is there are things when we're when we're doing something, there are many other things that we could be doing. Right. And so when we when we are deciding to go to work on something, but something else shows up as really interesting, like suddenly I need to clean that cupboard. Uh, you know, this I haven't sorted out my 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 wardrobe for the whole time, but suddenly I need to sort out my clothes. Or why don't I clean that fridge? You know, those things that we can get distracted by. Our phones are the, one of the biggest distractions. You know, when we spend time on social media, and it's not we're just like mindlessly like going through it. We get sucked in. And before you know, we've lost 45 minutes to an hour. I listen, I know I do it myself. It's easy to do. But when we want to achieve results, we want to get impeccable with our time and really committed around using our time wisely. So turn off or delete apps that distract you, for example, or time yourself. You know, one of the things I do is like sometimes I just put my phone in another room because I don't want to like be like have my hands do the walking, you know, <laughs> and just be doing stuff. And it's like suddenly like, I'm why am I looking at this? So you might want to find look at where you do your do what you're doing. Is it an empowering place for you? Are you going to be more produ- productive in that in that spot? Because that our environment matters. And I'm not sure what you're working on and what your goals are, but you know, think about where you're doing it and whether that's a place that's empowering for you. Um, you know, if you are wanting to exercise, for example, but you hate going to that particular gym then you're not going to want to go for whatever reason that find a place that you want to be at find people that you want to be with okay so my next um the next couple of points is this one of the episodes that i did in 2018 was how to rock your 2018 goals something like that i introduced you to methodology or a, a model called the operating states and the link for that episode where the operating states is going to be in the show notes of this episode. Because in that episode, I know if you're new here, you wouldn't have had that episode or you might have heard, listened back on it. In that episode, I share with you an approach to understand the phases we go through as we are producing a result or as we're working on a project. And to understand those phases, because when we're clear about those phases, we know that, for example, the first phase is formulation, which we've been talking about. You're formulating your goals and your plan and your strategy, la, la, la. The second stage is concentration. And in concentration, you are only concerned with actions. You take actions without expecting the results of those actions. You, you just, you're just taking many, many actions you are not going to necessarily see the fruits of your labor yet. You just have to keep taking the action. In the third stage, which is operating state, which is momentum, is where you start to see some of the results of the actions that you've been taking, but you don't stop taking action. So I go through the operating states in, in more detail 
you know, right through to breakthrough and how to manage when there are breakdowns or when you are, are stopping your activity and what you can be, what things you can do. So there's a, there's much more details in that episode. I recommend that you listen to that episode because it helps you think through the stages you're going to go through in this last quarter as you play to produce the result. And the last couple of things that I would say, if you're committed to these goals and you just stay true to your commitment, remember why you want it and then let that be the thing that gets you up and out and in action. You know, remember why you want it. Remember your commitment and let that be the thing that gets you up and out. When I, that alarm goes off in the morning, do I always want to get up and get to the gym? You know, even though I love it, I'm enjoying it. Do I always feel like it? No, I don't. You know, it's rare that I don't feel like it, to be honest. But there are times where I literally don't feel like it. I'm too tired. I don't feel like I'd rather have a lie-in. I'd rather get up and do something else for a moment like that. But my commitment gets me in there. And then once I'm in there, I'm in it and it's fine and it's fun and I'm loving it. And I come out and I'm a totally different, I've shifted. And one of the reasons why I've shifted is because I've honoured my commitment rather than dishonoured it. And every time we dishonour our commitment, we feel a little bit more disappointed in ourselves. Just a little bit. You know, we can get a little bit more judgy on ourselves. There's something we can do to handle that too. If we can stay true to our commitment and honor that then you're then you're going to be in a different place but at the end of 2019 the other thing i would say is then just when you like be playful with it as well play what well, playful out you know be playful with it and then at the end you can look back and say i gave it everything i played my game i played the game for nailing my 2019 goals in the last quarter and i either win or you, you either win or you won't of course but at least you played fully. So, but you're only going to achieve those goals if you play. You know, so it's not too late to uh, to nail your 2019 goals. It is never too late to nail your 2019 goals. Until when? Until 23.59 or 11.59 p.m. on the 31st of December is the only time it's too late to nail your 2019 goals. So, That's what I have for you this week. I, you know, I really urge you to play full out. Don't forget because you wanted those things at the beginning and you wanted those things halfway through. And no doubt you still want those things now. And it always starts somewhere. So if you start in September versus starting in January, who cares? (laughs) Right? cares it wasn't January you started or April or July you started in September the thing is is to start and to start somewhere and it starts with one step so I'm wishing you all the best with your 2019 goals I'll be sharing with you how I'm getting on with with mine as I come across different things I'll share that with you but these are the things that I recommend that you focus on don't forget to download the episode with the operating states that's in the so the link is in the bio the link is um also in the not in the bio the link is in the show notes for that the link is also in the show notes for um 
you know, the four-step goalkeeper as well. And let me know how you're getting on, you know, you know, be in communication. Let me know how you're getting on. Let's go for it. Let's have an extraordinary last quarter of the year. But let's now we've got to do the review work and the planning work so that we can really, really go for it in the last quarter. If you want to get in contact with me, you can um, find me on Instagram. You can find me on my on my website, ShirleyMcAlpine.com. Or you can find me on the She's Got Drive Facebook page. She's Got Drive is produced by Cassandra Voltolina. The music is by the awesome or female band Blonde. The song is called Circles. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, go well and stay well. <laughs>